Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Autism Stressless Podcast. This is Maritza, and I hope that you guys are having a great weekend here in Elyria, Ohio. It is gorgeous. It's about 70-something degrees today, and I wanted to do a, a little something different today, something different. Of course, I'm stumbling over my words, right? <clears throat> what I wanted to do is I wanted to read you guys the Autism Stressless Parent Guide that I have created for all of you guys for free. And I kind of wanted to go over it um, just because, right? Um, for those of you who would rather listen to the Autism Stressless Parent Guide, you know, I was like, why don't I just read it to the people that, you know, who are not visual people, who don't like to read, you know? Um, and maybe one day I'll do it on a YouTube page with Kevin or whatnot, but uh, right now, I'm just going to read it to you guys. So that's what I'm doing today. Free to all of you guys to kind of help you to stress less when you're parenting your child with autism. So you guys can go to my website, www.strategies2cope.com or even my WordPress page at www.strategies2cope at wordpress.com where you can find lots of um, material that I write for families to help you to stress less when parenting your child with autism. Today, I'm going to be reading you the Autism Stressless Parent Guide for your newly diagnosed child with autism that I created, and hopefully it could be helpful to you or even to somebody that you know may have a child who's newly diagnosed with autism. <clears throat> so, it's totally unavoidable now. I see so many families that have newly diagnosed children with autism more than I have ever. The CDC states that it is now one in 54 children that are diagnosed, and of course right now it's probably, you know, uh, different than that. However, the Center for Autism Research states that it is one in 49 children diagnosed. To me, it is just too many dang families that have children being diagnosed with autism, and how about the stress that comes with that diagnosis? When you become a parent, you think of how life is going to be so sweet, busy, and fun with your family. I used to think, how awesome, that instead of having one child, there could be two, three, or four. I mean, I remember when Kevin and I, um, we were first dating, we talked about, oh, four would be the absolute best number, right? But as parents, having a child being diagnosed with autism, it often makes our lives difficult, doesn't it? There's doctor's appointments, therapies, medications, testing, you know, and <clears throat> that often can become quite draining for not only us, but for our kids as well. Depending on the level of autism, life can get sometimes tricky with our kids. And our kids can have dangerous or risky behaviors too, such as eloping, having pica, which means they eat non-edible food items. They may have self-injurious behaviors and other things. The Autism Stressless Parent Parents' Guide for your newly diagnosed child with autism is designed to help you take steps toward being a confident parent. The goal of this resource is to encourage you to stop and think about what you are thinking about as a parent. It will help you to understand your child and their behaviors and what is most helpful to you to help your child thrive. As parents that have children with autism, we need to educate ourselves, support, and love our kids as they are. Spending time in positive things like reading the Bible, listening to uplifting music, podcasts, sermons to help you be with more peace and attentive to your children's needs. Also, you know, getting out there, li living and leading a healthy life. I believe this is how we must do our lives to be at peace with ourselves and to stress less with the kids we love most.
Autism in the Family. My son Jaden was diagnosed with a rare form of epilepsy when he was eight months old and diagnosed with level three autism at age two. He has also been diagnosed with an intellectual disability. His IQ is at 58. There's been studies that have shown that children with epilepsy are at greater risk of developing autism. Why is that? I'm not a scientist, so I cannot reveal that. However, I am a parent that has a child with several special needs and know that Jaden has had a lot of ups and downs. The autism world becomes flooded with information online day by day. With more research being done, more answers are being given as to why it has become so prevalent. As an autism parent mentor, parent coach, biblical counselor, I interact with parents who have so many questions about their kids' health, behavior, vaccines, medications. And yes, all of these things can definitely complicate the already complicated situation of raising your child with autism or epilepsy. That is why it's important to approach your parenting by trying to stress less and taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. These, th these, th these three things are the key things we focus on when helping parents cope with everyday life. Thinking on so many of the things that we want to help our children with can drive us onto the brink of madness. I know you are going down the road of why is this happening? Is there a cure? Does this medication work or does that supplement work? How many therapies does my child need and how long do they have to go? I know what you may be thinking because I have been there. I mean, we have been there as a family. So thinking on all of these things isn't good or bad. It's important for you to think on good things for your family as it will help you weed out and recognize what will truly work for your child in the long run. There have been studies from the University of Miami that have shown that optimism was associated with positive outcomes and that the greater satisfaction of one partner was related to greater satisfaction of the other partner. As you work through the diagnosis of autism and all of the other things that go with it, understand these key realities. You may want to find a cure. <clears throat> you will get the diagnosis of autism and you're gonna feel overwhelmed and immediately as a parent, you will want to try to help your child as you now know something is wrong and feel the need to fix them. But I'm here to tell you that I know and I understand how you feel, but what you need to do is accept them. Number two, you may panic, but instead of panicking, find support. Your initial reaction may be to hyperventilate and think on all the negative. In Philippians 4, verses eight through nine, in the message version of the Bible, it says, summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. It sounds too good to be true, I know. However, it is best for you to fill your minds with the things that don't cause you to become depressed, anxious, stressed, all of these things. And this is the reason why I'm, you know, I created the Autism Stressless podcast. You know, it wasn't to give you these quick fixes or these quick answers, you know, for your children. No, this was so that way I could help you to help yourself, right? It's all about trying to help you to change your mindset quickly because when these things happen, you know, it's very hard. But try your hardest to find a support group that fits you or talk with a trusted friend, a coach, or a counselor to get you through the initial feelings of panic. Number three, you may go through grief. This is a time for you to get educated on autism. I mean, I worked in healthcare for about 15 years 
and I was able to pick the brains of great pediatricians, psychologists, psychiatrists, and neurologists. If you don't work in the medical field, that's okay. You can still pick the brains of professionals that you're, you know, around, the people that are working with your child, people that you may see at church, people that you may see, you know, in your own place of business, wherever you're at. But ask the questions and receive education that you previously didn't have. You know, listen to people who who have been there, who have done that, you know, find really good podcasts, you know, so you can listen to them. Watch YouTube pages of parents that are going through these things or who've been there, done that. You know, be grateful to those people and the professionals that do help you and the ones that don't, that's, you know, that's why there are always second opinions, right? <clears throat> so make the library your peaceful spot. You know, if you, you can't go to the library because of COVID or whatever's going on, you know, you can always get the app Overdrive. Connect your library cards to the Overdrive app and, you know, take some time, find a peaceful spot somewhere and get the books that are related to your child's diagnosis of autism. Learn all you can so that you can have that peace of mind knowing what to expect. You will grieve and sometimes it will be overwhelming and hard to get through. But know that other parents who have experience with autism are with you, have been through a lot of ups and downs and are praying for you. I want to stress the importance of a good support system. Find a familial one. One parent, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, a parent, you know, an autism parent, you know, find anybody, anybody that can help you through the journey. I mean, I do love myautismteam.com. It's a really great place because there's lots of parents on there, just like you and me. So it's www.myautismteam.com. There's also www.milestones.org. You may find others that, you know, fit your life. I also love the support that others bring to our kiddos who are typical and not on the spectrum. So you can check out www.siblingssupportgroup.org. That's www.siblingssupportgroup.org and www.specialneedssiblings.com. <clears throat> you may want to be alone. You know, if you can go to church, go on car rides, go visit family members that are positive and not critical. If you're married, Try to go on marriage retreats or do virtual retreats online. Have day dates, have, you know, weekend dates, whatever you can do, you know, so that you're not alone. And if, you know, you find that lunch dates are good, do lunch dates, right? And if you're single, then going to church and being around other people who are uplifting and listening to uplifting music is helpful. Find a church with a special needs ministry. And if they don't, you know, maybe you can start one. If you belong to a church that doesn't have, you know, have a special needs ministry, talk to the, the children's ministry director and talk to them about the needs of your child. Explain to them, you know, I really want my child involved. However, my child has these needs. And if they help, awesome, you have made it. And if they don't, find another church. <laughs> you can always watch online as well. You can try um, www.elevationchurch.org online. I mean, it's really for your sanity, you guys. Go on walks to connect with nature. Go without your phone. Connect with educators from private autism schools and see if you can find the right fit for your child and family's needs. These types of schools have people who understand what you're going through and they will help you to figure out life with your child. Public schooling was not the right fit for us. However, if your child is with minor behavioral issues, then public schooling might be, you know, what's right for them. The diagnostic criteria. According to the National Institute of Neurological Disorders, very early indicators that require evaluation by an expert include no babbling or pointing by age one, 
No single words by age 16 months or two word phrases by age two. No response to name. Loss of language or social skills previously acquired. Poor eye contact. Excessive lining up of toys or objects. No smiling or social responsiveness. Later indicators include impaired ability to make friends with peers. Impaired ability to initiate or sustain a conversation with others. Absence or impairment of imaginative and social play. Repetitive or unusual use of language. Abnormally intense or focused interest. Preoccupation with certain objects or subjects. Inflexible adherence to specific routines or rituals. So the Diagnostic Statistical Manual 5 uh, requires an individual to meet a specific number of criteria from the two major categories. To be diagnosed with the autism spectrum disorder, a person must have difficulty with social communication and interaction and display restrictive repetitive behaviors, interests, and activities. www.verywellhealth.com has a great description of the levels of autism. Here's the info on their site about the three levels as described in the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. Autism Spectrum Disorder Level 3, requiring very substantial support. And this is where Jaden is at, you guys. Severe deficits in verbal and nonverbal social communication skills cause severe impairments in functioning. Very limited initiation of social interactions and minimal response to social overtures from others. For example, a person with few words of intelligible speech who rarely initiates interaction and when he or she does, makes unusual approaches to meet needs only in response to only very direct social approaches. Inflexibility of behavior, extreme difficulty coping with change or other restricted repetitive behaviors markedly interfere with functioning in all spheres. Great distress, difficulty changing focus or action. Autism spectrum disorder uh, level two, requiring substantial support. Marked deficits in verbal and nonverbal social communication skills, social impairments apparent even with supports in place, limited initiation of social interactions, and reduced or abnormal responses to social overtures from others. For example, a person who speaks in simple sentences whose interactions is limited to narrow special interests and who has markedly odd nonverbal communication. Inflexibility of behavior, difficulty coping with change or other restricted repetitive behaviors appear frequently enough to be obvious to the casual observer and interfere with functioning in a variety of contexts, distress and or difficulty changing focus or action. And autism spectrum disorder level one, requiring support. Without supports in place, deficits in social communication cause noticeable impairments. Difficulty initiating social interactions and clear examples of atypical or unsuccessful responses to social overtures of others may appear to have decreased interest in social interactions. For example, a person who is able to speak in full sentences and engages in communication, but whose to and fro conversation with others fail, and whose attempts to make friends are odd and typically unsuccessful. Inflexibility of behavior causes significant interference with functioning in one or more contexts. Difficulty switching between activities, problems of organization, and planning hamper independence. Where do I go from here? So what then does all of this mean for you as the parent who wants to do the right thing for your family? For all the unexpected things that may take place, there are plenty of resources for you to take and absorb. The key word here is work. You need to put in the work, such as reading, researching, listening, getting into your child's world and, you know, be involved in the child's care in order to have a better handle on your new way of life. Some suggestions that I have, if you have a pen and a paper, or if you don't want to write these down, that's okay, because you guys could actually download the Autism Stress Less Guide for free on strategies to cope.com or strategies to cope.wordpress.com. 
Um, so number one is, you know, I know there's controversies about autismspeaks.org, but a long time ago when Jaden was diagnosed, the 100 day kit for autism from Autism Speaks helped me a ton because I was able to print it out and just take it step by step to figure out what I needed to do and what worked for us worked and what didn't, I just crossed it out. So it contains information and advice collected from parents and trusted experts on autism. So it's www.autismspeaks.org and it's the 100 day kit for autism. <clears throat> also get involved with your local Help Me Grow program and your your city, state, to learn more about early intervention services and other resources. And with COVID going on now, I don't know what they offer, but I know back in the day when Jaden was itty bitty, they would come to the house once a week and he got free speech services. And then we also went to a play date uh, once every two weeks for him to like have that social interaction with other people. But get involved with your Help Me Grow program. Also get involved with Easter Seals, which is the leading nonprofit provider for services uh, for individuals with autism and developmental disabilities, physical disabilities, and other special needs. They do create life-changing solutions so people with disabilities can live, learn, work, and play. And just to let you guys know, I don't get any kind of money from these people. I'm just advocating for them because these are the places that helped us the most with Jaden. And depending on your household size and your income, you can contact your local social security office to see if your child is eligible to receive any funds. Now, this may be hard if you guys are a working family and you guys are making money, but if you are a single parent and you're working part-time, you know, because you just have no other option because nobody can help you take care of your child because, you know, whatever reason, their behaviors or whatnot, you can qualify for social security. So please, you know, do that for your child, for your family. Um, you just call your local social security office to file an application. I want to say the contact number is 1-800-772-1213 and they're usually open Monday through Friday. So try and contact them if you are looking for help. Now for you, you will have good days and you will have bad days. So sleep when your child sleeps so you're not exhausted and then eat and drink good things, right? Exercise daily, even if it means that you're doing five to 10 minutes a day of dancing, stretching, going to the gym, walking, running, whatever it is you love to do, please do it. Move your body. Pray and sing out loud. Cry if you have to cry. Lock yourself in the bathroom because all of this is going to help you to relieve stress, you guys. If you need a break, make sure you ask for help. And I know some of you guys, I don't have any help. No, ask for help. Somebody, you know, you have to have a family member or a best friend that can relieve you, even if it's for like 30 minutes. Ask for help. If it gets to be too much, you know, please call your trusted friend. Call an autism parent mentor, a pastor, a counselor, anybody to talk about your feelings and concerns. Join a support group. I talked about myautismteam.com, you know, where you can just talk about what you're going through. Facebook has a ton of groups. Just make sure you find the right group that's for you. And, um, you know, just take advantage of that free support. Also take advantage of the free support that we offer, right? Like the Autism Stressless Podcast, Autism Dad Dad on YouTube, Facebook parent groups like I talked about. You can check out my blog on www.strategiestocope.wordpress.com for our autism and our home blogs to help you move forward to enrich your home life when parenting your child with autism. Every morning when you get out of bed, spend a few minutes thanking God for your day and ask him to lead you to do the right thing for your child. Start small, each day, choose one thing to do, read and learn, and soon you'll see the rewards for yourself and for your family. Strive to create a haven of peace for your family 
In Proverbs 14.30, it says, A heart at peace gives life to the body. And that is so true, you guys. Navigating through autism. You may be asking God, why me? Why does my life have to be this way? I realized when Jaden was diagnosed, I didn't know a lot about autism and developmental disabilities. I didn't know a lot about uh, epilepsy. I was a wife and mom of two who worked part-time in healthcare. I was studying psychology and I was feeling relieved about Jaden, you know, because he had just finished his regimen of medications for epilepsy. But he started having seizures at eight months of age, was hospitalized for a while, and then shortly after that diagnosed with the rare form of epilepsy called West Syndrome. I had to take Jaden's blood pressure daily, give him a steroid injection in his thigh daily. That was at a time in our lives when the medications and therapies all began. And I knew what to do to help him with medications and with vitals because I was a medical assistant in a wonderful pediatric department at the Cleveland Clinic in Lorain, Ohio, and I worked with a fantastic doctor. However, I was still naive to the facts that there were, and there would be a long road ahead of us. I had a lot of support for Jaden, but for me, emotionally, mentally, and physically, I became worn out and depleted. Jaden was diagnosed with autistic disorder at almost two years of age, and I did not expect it. So much information was thrown my way. It was hard for me to process it all, as well as be a good wife and mom to my older son, Julian. So what did I do? I dove right into researching, reading, watching documentaries, and praying every morning and every night. I was so tired, you guys, because I was involved with myself and in doing too much. And that's just my nature anyways. I thought it was best for us all, but it was not what God wanted for my family as he doesn't want you to continuously be doing things on your own terms. You know, God wants you to have a faith and he wants you to believe in joy for your family. You may have a similar story to ours or your story may be much worse. Whatever you're facing right now in this moment as you are reading this, it's not by accident. I believe that God has led you to hear this. You are not alone and I know that you are suffering emotionally, mentally, and some of you physically. And you may feel like there's no one who truly gets you or your situation. But first, I want you to take a deep breath and know that this too shall pass. Here's what I recommend for you to do when the official diagnosis of autism has been made. Number one, you start by knowing your child's development by printing out a list of developmental milestones appropriate for your child's age. Next to each milestone, check to see if your child has reached that milestone. And this may be a lot for you, for some of you. Some of you may be like, I don't want to do this, right? But this is your child. This is your precious child that you have that's in your care, you know? So take that paper with you to your child's follow-up appointment. And you can actually find a, a developmental list like this at, at the cdc.gov. Just look for milestones checklists in their search engine. Number two, if your child is diagnosed officially with autism, then don't wait. If they're under the age of three, contact your local inter, uh, early intervention office, uh, like I talked about the Help Me Grow or your Board of Developmental Disabilities. And if over the age of three, contact your school district to set up an appointment to create an IEP, which is an individualized education plan. Number three, you can start your child with several therapies after getting orders from a physician for speech therapy, occupational therapy, and aquatic therapy. And there's also music therapy. Don't give up hope as many children with autism on all levels with therapy will have better outcomes than those who do not have therapy. And here's the last section, everybody. So consider this. There was a study that was done that um, 
I read about. It was published online under the Springer Science and Business Media. Um, and I like to look at different articles and things like that, journals and stuff. But this one was specifically on coping and well-being in parents of children with autism. So, of course, you know, that, that hits close to home because I... I want to stress less and I want to help you guys stress less when parenting your child with autism. So researchers found effectiveness of parent training in improving stress coping capability, anxiety and depression in parents raising children on the autism spectrum disorder. So what happened was they, they did this test of the outcome of before and after the parent training program. And what they had found was that the, the parents, the stress coping strategies they significantly increased and their escape avoidance significantly decreased and then their anxiety scores also decreased. And so they were finding that the parent training may have been effective for the parents of children with autism to improve their stress coping style and to decrease their depression and trait anxiety. Um, So what does that mean for you? when you want to do right by your child. Well, thankfully, there are a few ways to help yourself with stress, right? When you have a child newly diagnosed with autism. So the first line of defense is to have faith and believe that all things will work out. This may be super hard for some of you. However, the power of the mind is truly amazing, so use it. Believe that you will have all that you will need to help you and your child get through all you need to together. The second line of defense is to communicate with your spouse if you have a spouse. And go over ways you can help each other and your family. If you're single, then your second line of defense is to communicate with your child's pediatrician to get things going in place for your child. There are some tips I have for you before I go. So number one is to understand the matters of the heart. Admit that your stress is real. You know, God grieved when Christ was on the cross and he understands our stress. He understands our pain and he understands our children. Number two, having time with God in prayer is a must. Talk with him. As soon as your feet hit that floor, when you get out of bed, talk with him. Before you go to bed, talk with him in the bathroom. Talk with him in the car. Talk with him. Be in his presence presence, and join a local church to be with others when you can. Try and seek out a church that has special needs ministry or an inclusion ministry for children with special needs. Number three, do happy things. I know it sounds so simple, you guys, but take a drive, sing out loud. Walk in nature, dance, do anything that puts a smile on your face. Spend time with those positive people in your life and laugh it up. Do art, whatever it is, you guys, but just do something that just helps you to spark joy. Be thankful, count your blessings, you know, and see yourself the way that God sees you. Watch comedies, go to your local library, check out funny movies, whatever it is, you guys. I want you to begin today to stress less when you're parenting your child with autism. So I hope that... This free autism stressless guide that I have read to you on this podcast has helped you in some way, shape, or form. Um, or, you know, like I said, pass it on to somebody that you think would benefit from it. And also, um, I, I'm thinking of, you know, writing another book on peace and pain, you know, when parenting your children with autism, just because I feel like there's a need out there to kind of just get us going as parents to just, you know, try to stress less and try to to lead lives that are just physically, mentally, and emotionally well. I mean, that's exactly what we need in order to have a, a successful family life. We need to be, you know, healthy in all those different areas. So I hope this was helpful to you. And I hope that you guys have a great rest of your weekend. You know, hit up those pumpkin patches, uh, paint pumpkins if you can't carve them. 
carve them if you can, <laughs> you know, stay safe, have fun, drink some apple cider, and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Stressless skill for the week is to download my free autism stressless parent guide for your newly diagnosed child with autism. And if you know of anybody that could benefit from it, just download it for them. The scripture that I have for you guys is in Proverbs 14:30: "A heart at peace gives life to the body." So remember that scripture: "A heart at peace gives life to the body." So I hope you guys have a peaceful weekend. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.